This is the Building Chicago podcast, where we introduce you to the leading personalities and companies in Chicago development, real estate, and construction. Here's your host, Brandon McCurdy. Good morning. Welcome to the Building Chicago podcast. Excited this morning to have Paul Ozinga, Executive Vice President here at Ozinga's. And thank you for having us here at your, your beautiful office facility. Yeah, this morning. is a beautiful, beautiful space here uh, in Chicago. And uh, just enjoyed walking in and the beautiful view of your office and the, the it's just a just a wonderful wonderful setup. So uh, again, appreciate you taking the opportunity, the time to uh, to talk to us this morning. Um, just kind of get us started a little bit, kind of kind of history. Um, how did Ozingas get started? Kind of what's what's the background behind the company as as a whole? Yeah, yeah. No, thank you, Brandon. Thanks for taking the time uh, to hear our story and uh, take interest in, in the Ozinga history and, and what we do. Uh, we're excited to share. Uh, anytime we can, and uh, always look forward to giving back when the opportunity presents itself. So, so Ozinga started uh, in 1928 in Evergreen Park uh, by my great grandfather. He was a motorcycle riding uh, police officer for the Cook County Sheriff's Department during the Prohibition. Uh, so you can kind of imagine uh, that was an interesting time. Sure. Uh, also had uh, a family, children, and. That profession, uh, the life expectancy wasn't quite as long as other professions, and at some point in time, you got in a shootout with some uh, with some hoodlums, wind up uh, arresting him, but almost lost life uh, in the meantime, and decided that uh, life was much too short uh, for him and his family for him to be in that profession, so decided uh, to resign from that job and started a coal and coke delivery business. So that's how they heated the homes back then. Uh, and uh, he, in a lot of ways, built the name and reputation that we stand on today, uh, really built a, a legacy that uh, has been lasting throughout four generations. Um, and you know, had, a, had good, honest integrity in, in everything that he did and the service that he provided. Eventually, uh, my grandfather and Two of his brothers took over uh, from from their father. At some point, they had to shut down for World War II. They all mm -hmm. uh, went to war, and their father, my great grandfather, sort of kept things going, something along until they came back. And uh, once they came back, uh, coal and coke was somewhat becoming obsolete as a, a method for heating homes, and they eventually decided to get into the uh, construction building materials business, which in a way was entrepreneurial. I mean, sure. the technology is changing. you got to retool your business. Right. And I don't think their father was happy about it, but right. uh, they sort of saw the writing on the wall and, and decided to make that move. And it's a good thing they did because that doesn't exist anymore. Sure. Business. Uh, and so they got in the building materials business, eventually ready mixed concrete. Uh, I think that uh, if you mention Ozinga, that's, that's probably likely what we're noticed for most, eventually my, my the, trucks. the red and white stripe <laughs> that's right. concrete trucks with the drum that turns, uh, and that's our best marketing. And eventually my, my, my father and two of his cousins took over as the third generation, uh, really grew the ready mix business uh, and worked to expand it again, built on that same name and reputation. Um, and then eventually in 2012, Myself, five brothers, and a cousin uh, took over uh, as fourth generation. So there's uh, currently 
seven uh, owners that oversee the company now in the fourth generation. Uh, we're diligently working to grow and expand because we got a big fifth generation that makes up 30. <laughs> yeah, the, the oldest two are 15. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, we got a lot of work to do. That's awesome. Uh, but throughout all four generations, our uh, mission has remained the same as a family that we work on and work by God and everything that we do and uh, serve the crown of our creation and, and give back to the community. And really, it's all about service. In our minds, we're stewards of this business, and we're here for a time, and we're going to make uh, do the best we can with what God provided and get back to the community for all those things. So there's a, a short, yeah. uh, short, quick history. That's an incredible of, legacy. I mean, just to be able to, and, and, and to, to see how you guys are embracing it and being able to just take what somebody else has done and just build on top of it and still honor everything that's been done. Uh, for you, it's just a it's just a really cool thing to see for sure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. We talk about legacy. Um, it's not just us; it's much bigger than us. It's the people, uh, the people that have come through the generations uh, and support uh, all the employees, and we encourage all of them to understand what their legacy is. What 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 are they going to leave behind? And what path will they have? And we want to encourage everybody. Works that was a interaction with them to have a legacy and they're part of the legacy. That's awesome. You mentioned the, the, the ready mix, obviously, that's what you guys are known for mostly the, the trucks with the with the red stripes. And you see it, you see them, it seems like you see them everywhere. It seems like every time you turn around, there's a there's a truck, which is a great testament to the uh, the, the work you guys do. But um, I've been seeing a lot of ads lately with you guys adding other services and other things that you're offering. So uh, tell us a little bit about that, kind of the uh, the areas you guys are, are reaching into now. Yeah, so Ready Mix, obviously the red and white striped trucks with the drums that turn is, our is again, our most uh, recognizable uh, marketing for who we are and what we do. Uh, but there are a lot of other items that complement Ready Mix uh, as well as work as standalone businesses. Uh, so we, we have a, a materials group that actually does barging. Um, we, we work with rail groups, we work with uh, uh, different transportation groups. It's really a logistics business mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Packets made out of sandstone, cement, and water, and you have to get all those materials in every day to each location that produces concrete. And so our materials group manages that division. We have a number of tugboats, and we're able to maneuver manage a lot of other materials for other customers outside of the ready mix world, whether it's mulch for landscapers, mm -hmm. salt for uh, snow plow companies, uh, big iron for different steel manufacturing. And so we, we manage a lot of different logistics around a lot of, a lot of materials. Uh, also have the opportunity to mine limestone and sand and gravel and be able to sell that outside of our network. And, uh, you know, there's just a lot of things that complement ReadyMix, but there's a lot of other things that we do uh, outside of ReadyMix as well, whether it's crushing recycling material and trucking off the job sites and on the job sites. So we're really a full service uh, sort of operation. We try to get the word out that we do more than ReadyMix, but also, uh, we're able to complement a lot of other industries with, with the services that we provide. Very cool. The, the barges, the, that just was really interesting to me. I was reading some of some of the information about 
how much energy you save by using barges, um, even over, over semis sometimes, and being able to offset that with, uh, with the savings is, is, a, is a really cool avenue that I yeah. guess it's as old as time to think of you know, shipping things by water, but, uh, but a kind of a newer application to it, right. uh, one that's much more uh, sustainable and, and uh, environmentally friendly is, is definitely a, yeah. a very uh, important part of what you guys seem to be doing in these, in these days. It's, 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 it's a wonderful thing. I was reading the list of uh, some of the different projects you guys worked on. Now, I saw a, conf a conflict in there. It said that you did Wrigley Field and then said you did Comiskey Park. I, yeah. is, there, is there a project that maybe you guys have worked on that really stands out to you? Maybe something unique that you did that really kind of stands out to you as a, a favorite project? I know everybody's a favorite, but. Yeah, there, there's there's very unique ones, big and small, and they all have a story. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, Comiskey Park uh, was, was, at the time, uh, uh, I think the biggest concrete project going on in the country. Now we're talking about we're talking about the new Comiskey Park, yeah. right? Okay, good. Yeah. I, I remember right. I, I sat in the old one when I was a kid, so we're, we're talking about what's guaranteed rate field. Yeah, guaranteed rate guaranteed rate field right. now, right? Okay. Right. Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I guess if it's ninety you're, years, so we, we, yeah, you're not that old, so I guess yeah. I could have could have pulled that out. But. Guaranteed rate field. Uh, yeah, that was uh, the biggest job going on in the country at the time. Oh. Uh, really neat to be a part of that, to be involved in that. Uh, obviously, a lot of these things concrete lasts a lifetime. And, sure. And these things that uh, we supply concrete to will be there long after we're gone. Mm. The Dan Ryan um, uh, Expressway rebuild was was incredible. It was mm. an incredible feat uh, with active traffic and pouring all that. And it's fun to drive on that. Again, you mentioned Wrigley Field. That's been a lot of fun. That's been going on for the past few years. Sure. It's been a lot of fun to be supplying concrete. To that, in between them winning the World Series, right, that's, right, that's right. really cool. That's awesome. Uh, there's a number of different projects. You know, they're just unique, like designing uh, concrete for a floor for the old post office reconstruction, uh, or supplying concrete to the deep tunnel projects. You know, that will eventually help with uh, the combined sewer overflow that that the city has to deal with. Wow. So there's a lot of different unique situations that we get into. Um, and really that's what's a lot of fun about this industry, uh, whether it's through raw materials or whether it's through concrete, uh, at some point in time, anything that's getting built, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have an eye into or be able to look at or, or sure. have the opportunity to supply. So you generally know uh, a little about a lot of what's going on right. everywhere. Right. And it's really fun to be a part of. When you mentioned it too, because I mean, once you once you pour it, it's it's there for a lifetime right. until somebody tears it out. When you think of it from that perspective, what what are the unique challenges that um, maybe if you're walking into a project that that uh, that you would think of from 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 your side of it? What are what are those unique challenges that, that some kind of sometimes raise their heads in uh, different circumstances? Yeah, in a lot of ways, most jobs are specified, and so they sort of push a uh, request through of what what they want. At the end of the day, we always try to add our value and give our input into uh, other ways and means and methods of, of. Well, sure, you guys have a lifetimes of experience now. To yeah, we have over 4,000 different mixed designs and growing. You know, things are always changing. The technology of concrete is always changing. Uh, and so our, our customers, it's really a sort of a B2B business where, you know, for the most part, you don't wake up on Saturday morning and go, you know, I could really go for a <laughs> right, right. So uh, typically, we our, our our 
customers are concrete contractors. Sure. And so when we're really meeting with the concrete contractor, we're trying to understand what their needs are. Right? Sure. There's three three basic things that uh, our customers are typically looking for: service, quality, or price. Mm -hmm. And we can't give them all three, unfortunately. And so we always ask, you know, is it, it which do you want? Is it service, quality, or price? And if it's price, it, you know, I don't think we'll ever win. Sure. So uh, our our um, real focus is service and quality. Right. Uh, service is a very big expense. Manpower is a very big expense to our customers, uh, and quality um, is very important. So they have to come back. Right. Making sure it's still there years from right. now, instead it's still sustainable. Exactly. exactly. And so we really look uh, to understand. And ask them what what where what do you see our role being in this project? Sure. Uh, and generally speaking, it's it's a quality product with great service to get there and have something last again long Right. right. Uh, we talked a little bit about your, your favorite projects are a little bit on those things. Um, obviously, when when a customer comes to you, they have a, a list of of questions they're asking you and things that you should know. I guess the, the other side of the table is what are, what are the things that they should be that, that they should be asking you versus you asking them? What are the, the thoughts that they should be coming with? Um, obviously you said it, it's mostly business to business and so most of them have a pretty pretty uh, laid out plan. Um, Timeline expectations and those kind of things are, are often super important in those areas, but what are the things maybe they should be bringing to the table with you? Yeah, a, a lot of times it's a two-way street in a relationship. Uh, communication is important. Uh, it's one of the most important things. You can't give somebody uh, what they want if they don't tell you. And sure. Vice versa if you don't ask. And so it's it's always important uh, to have an open contract about what it is that you expect of each other. Sure. And uh, our customers have all different sets of expectations. Um, and I would say the easiest thing is for our customers to, to share with us how they want it, how much they want, how quickly they want it. And then we have to be honest about what we're capable of doing as well. And, uh, and then we also try to understand if there's any, any additional value that we can provide to them and you know, ask them sort of where their pain is, you know, or are there things that they struggle with, sure. with the ready-mix supplier, uh, because everybody has a history and things that they've experienced they don't want to experience again. Right. And so it's best, again, to have that open dialogue and understand each other and what each other's needs are. Awesome. Yeah, as we've kind of got this going for, for talking about Chicago and kind of focusing on companies that are uh, doing great work in Chicago, obviously your company came up very, very quick and the, uh, the reputation that you guys have built is great. just unparalleled with... Uh, I've talked to several people in the construction field and, and if you bring up Ozing, it always has just a wonderful reputation. And, um, talk just a little bit about, I was reading you have about 400 employees just in the Chicagoland area. And maybe talk a little bit about how your employees um, feed into, I guess, protecting that brand and protecting right. that integrity that you have and uh, kind of the people you're looking for when you're uh, when you're putting together teams for Ozinga. Right. No, I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's yeah, around 400 in, in Chicago specifically. Uh, company-wide around 2,000 employees and we're always looking to uh, grow we're always looking for new opportunities out there uh, ways to uh, expand our business and 
business opportunities. And as that takes place, you know, how do you how do you continue to do that and not water down your culture and your message and who you are and your identity as you get into areas where maybe owners can't always be present, they can't be there. And so how do you get to a place where everybody feels like they're part of, of something much bigger than themselves right. and, and sort of maintains the same identity. So if you went uh, from one area of the country to the other area of the country, it would be consistent. Like, sure. Know, Starbucks or something like that. Right. And uh, and so we really have three values that we want uh, you know our employees to embody and really that starts at the top. And you know, we're not embodying those values. Sure. It's hard to ask that of somebody else. Wouldn't expect somebody right. else right. to. And uh, you know it was uh, somewhat easy I guess to come up with those values because they they are taking place. Uh, in Ozinga as a culture, naturally, mm -hmm. and so our hope is that that can carry on and sort of formalize it. The three values are servant. Uh, we're always here to serve, serve our customers, our coworkers, and and, uh, and our employees. And you know, you come with that sort of an attitude that it's a lot more joyful to give sure. than to receive. And so we're constantly, every day, coming to serve each other. And then uh, the next value is students, uh, always being willing to learn. There aren't a lot of people at Ozinga that know everything. Uh, they're typically not uh, at Ozinga for very long, uh, but really asking a lot of questions. Is there a new or better way to do this? How can we improve? And just always be willing to learn outside the box, outside our in industry, and we encourage uh, our employees to come forward if there's something that they want to learn about or something else they're interested in to be able to have the opportunity to uh, and then entrepreneurship uh, is another value that you know, we'd like to have everybody embody. Again, is there a new or better way of doing this? You know, going from a coal and coke delivery business to a material supply business, to a ready mix business, then to other things we do like compressed natural gas. We have an energy group uh, that would bring up a lot of our trucks run on compressed natural gas. And so we built a business around building natural gas stations. And uh, that came out of being an entrepreneur, say, hey, look, we already fill all these ready-mix trucks with natural gas, we'll help we build a station to sell to the public and build stations for other people. So those are the three values that we want our employees to embody. Uh, and so wherever we are, those are the values we, we encourage everybody to have, uh, as well as an understanding of the company history and, and this understanding that we're all part of the legacy together. And we're, you know, this is much bigger than us. Yeah, and that's a that's a very cool um, balance that you have going where you have this incredible legacy and this incredible history, but still being able to balance it with looking forward and cutting edge and trying to come up with, you know, what what is what is what is it coming down the road that we need to be prepared for? Right. Well, I just I love that about. I guess you can you can almost see it in what you guys do with through your, your marketing. You can see it through what you do with uh, with your company by adding these services where many would be comfortable just having ready mix trucks right. and making their money off right. of ready mix trucks. But looking down the road and seeing that there's other opportunities and other things to do. That's a that's I guess a rare a rarity in in business sometimes to see where you're you're, you're balancing right. both of those things and finding people that will. Uh, Will, will inspire that that kind of thought process. This is a very 
a very cool part of it. I've, I've appreciated that. Just just getting to know a little bit about you guys. So here's here's the, my favorite part of it. This is the this is the Chicago speed round. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you two things, and you're gonna give me the first one that that you want. So it's uh it's it's just off the top of your head. Uh -huh. First thing that comes to your mind. So here we go. Italian beef or gyro? Gyro. All right, and you said it differently. So yeah, I said it right. I've heard you <laughs> said so many different ways in my life. Anyway, all right. Cups or socks? Chicago. Oh, well played, yes. sir. Well played. All right, deep dish or thin crust? Thin crust. Thin, okay, see you. You're off there. All right. Ketchup or no ketchup? No ketchup. No ketchup. Is it the Sears Tower or is it the Willis Tower? The Sears Tower. It will always be the Sears Tower. That's right. Is it hockey or hockey or soccer? I like to play soccer and watch hockey. That's a good answer. Let's see. You're very diplomatic in this. I like it. Summer or winter? Summer. All right. 85 Bears or 90s Bulls? 90s Bulls. Good answer. Good answer. O'Hare or Midway? Midway. All right. Garrett's Popcorn, mixed or unmixed? Chicago style. Chicago style yeah. mixed. I, yeah. we've, gotten, I, I, we've gotten a couple different answers. The, yeah. the people who are a little OCD, they want to separate it out. Yeah. Really, they like the mix. But uh, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for yeah. taking time this with us. And uh, appreciate, again, kind of what you guys have stood for as a company. And, like, so often you, work, you, you talk about a company and people have mixed mixed uh, thoughts and mixed uh, feelings about it. But if for some reason, you bring up those things and people always say that's a an honest and fair company. I've come across some of your employees who just uh, speak very glowingly of, of working here and, and uh, knowing you guys. And so I appreciate it again. I'm sure you can find some time. I'm sure there's somebody I'm sure we'll out. Be on somebody's lawn at some No doubt. But yeah. again, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much for uh, for all you're doing to build to build the beautiful city of Chicago. Yeah, thank so you, Brandon. I appreciate, appreciate it. Thank you. For more information, past episodes, and to learn more about our guests, visit buildingchicago.us.